0: it's recording your keyboard is so cool what is it doing oh my laptop keyboard whoa
1: rainbow colors
2: rgb
0: that is really cool yeah it's all the hype
2: with the kids these days the kids rgb Mm -hmm.
1: ever since
2: trying to make an rbg Uh joke i knew where you were going going
0: whatever i just gave up uh-huh.
2: <laughs> i gave up before i said anything
3: so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wait who's better in that situation i'm not sure you somebody for trying or somebody realizing it oh man You're better. yeah. because i just didn't even think about it uh-huh. yeah okay all right okay all right okay we're doing it oh, i can respond to that text later
2: yeah right you fucking can <sighs> okay i don't care who died eric i don't care who died okay here we go ruth bader ginsburg
0: (laughs) oh my god oh man man remember how desperate that fucking time felt holy shit when that happened i was like it's the end of the world Oh, it's and then still, it was it's still bad but yeah you know i was
1: convinced that it meant a second term for trump like i yeah i thought like like if if there was any competence to him or his administration they would have had yeah some kind of corrupt uh-huh way to secure a
0: second term yep anyway thank goodness they are stupid wild stuff wow <sighs> it's so much better to sing about everwood Here we go. And here are the lyrics I wrote.
3: (gasps) I just wish I I had.
0: What is a show? Dr. Brown is the lead. Post his (laughs) wife. She's dead. (laughs) And buried in New York. But also I gotta mention Dr. Abbott cause he's my favorite Dude. Dude. <laughs> 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 Oh kitty's behind you Oh. I had
2: no idea That's he was so in there
0: I knew Aww. I saw him walk in earlier I didn't earlier. see before I just saw his devil eyes though they like went up did you see that they uh-huh. flashed like the, you know when the animal's eyes <laughs> little devil there's a little demon behind you <laughs> freaking what he's playing with a the spirit there's a ghost behind you Adam Julia Brown look what is he doing
1: oh he definitely has a cord
0: oh a cord oh no <laughs> Wait,
2: in the middle of god damn it his internet cuts out <laughs> you don't hear anything anymore
0: no. oh you silly kitty oh my well, god get it. So like
1: it, all the cords are like yeah. very similar to like the toys that he has
0: but...
2: What fucking a moron Get the fuck he's out of
0: gonna, here. He's going to want to kick him out. Oh my gosh, he's so cute. He's great. He's a great kid. Oh my goodness. He looks just like Chucky. Oh my goodness. Oh, whatever. Floppier, though. Yeah, definitely flop. Chucky is, you know, he he's a found man. us. He's from, no, not just that he's a man. He's like half feral, half ish. He looks, he looks
1: a lot like my. Our childhood cat Hercules Yeah
0: Hercules kind of... What a great name too That's awesome
1: I na- I chose the name Hercules for him We got him when he was a kid And then it was like really? such a Like a clear Like I'm being ironic
0: oh. He's so small And weak Adam how little were you To make that joke though You're like Making fun of yourself What were you like Eight or something It's pretty cool Yeah
2: I was a little turd uh-huh. <laughs> No That was pre-Spark people <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right okay <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> <play> uh... I like the little sass there at the end. Mm. I remember Uh the
2: days when I had to like... Petition to have a recording of that somewhere on the internet. Now That's I get to hear indeed. it every week. <laughs> How about that? Now that you both quit Facebook, I'm the only member of that group.
0: <laughs> oh, you're on Facebook too, Katie? I haven't been on Facebook. And so actually, my profile is still active, it, which I feel bad. Well, it's because phone. I deleted it, but then I had to sign in for the cousins to talk to our kids, oh. so they were trying to talk mm-hmm. to each other. That's where using... it's
1: really at, deleting it full yeah. on.
0: That's yeah. what you gotta do. Yeah, but the problem is, like... I, yeah, I have, my sister still uses it, they community Whatever. But I don't look at it, it's blah, blah, great, blah. I honestly, the crazy thing is, I don't look at it anymore. Yeah. The point is, is that amazing. I'm the only
2: one in the group petition, get yeah. Adam to record the Everwood theme song. <laughs>
1: Eric, once once we're ready to release this podcast, you're going to be our main Facebook marketing person. That's true. Wow. You can like buy a Facebook ad for. <laughs> I definitely will. <laughs> oh, my God. Welcome to Everwood, Never Wouldn't, podcast where I, Adam Lauver, make my friends... Eric and... Katie. That was a good yawn. <laughs> Watch. Oh, no. Got you,
2: guys. I got you. <clears throat> Watch
1: and discuss with me the now second season of the hit early 2000s WB teen slash family <laughs> drama Everwood. <laughs> Tonight's episode, season two, episode five, Daddy's Little Girl, Mm. written by Rena Mamoon and Joan Binder Weiss, directed Mm. by Peter Lauer, original air date, October 13th, 2003, official DVD booklet episode description, what's the matter with Delia, (laughs) the usually well-behaved youngster? spouts and spouts profanity when andy invites linda abbott to dinner the therapist suggests putting amy on antidepressants to help her cope
0: yeah
2: accurate
1: it's funny just before watching the episode we were kind of talking about
0: kind of antidepressants literally we got on the phone with each other and started talking about our mental illnesses (laughs) And then yep. this episode happened. It was bizarre for me. It was such a weird fucking experience to watch this episode. Like I was like, did Adam like the whole time. I was like, did What's Adam this? know this? Like <laughs> did he, did not he set this up? It was all so I, weird. I, I
1: knew that it was about Delia, but I I forgot all about the stuff with Amy and the antidepressants God. and stuff. So yeah. Funny.
0: Okay. Yeah. Really, really weird. weird. I'm grateful for it. I, like in that context, I actually I'm grateful for it. I like that we yeah. watched this on this night where we had this yeah. really big discussion of that stuff. It was really cool.
1: It's almost as good as us watching the STD episode <laughs> during my, right after my gunnery scare. <laughs> almost. Not quite. Not quite as, <laughs> crazy. as profound. And <laughs> Groundbreaking. <poignant. laughs> uh, so we got like all this father daughter stuff yeah. in this episode. So, it's it kicks off with some Irv narration, yeah. That you know, I I kind of I didn't like it first, yeah. When he's talking about how like like about fathers making a secret promise not to see the awkwardness of
3: mm-hmm. of their,
1: their daughters' teenage years, and that they're willfully blind to the changes that they that their daughters go through, and at first I was like 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 what? How is that a healthy? Yeah. Yeah. Approach Denial. to being a father. But as the episode went on, I guess, I guess I. It was I, more it's...
0: specific than it was general. And that was what was weird about it. It Like the description, well, the narration felt like it was trying to apply to everyone. And I'm like, this is not accurate. I don't think. And, and here's
1: the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> the, the one, the one thought that I did have later in the episode, I, I did remember that one thing we do know about Irv Is that he has a strained relationship with his daughter. And that he hasn't spoken with her in quite a while. And so (sighs) when I remembered that kind of like localized like specificity about Mm -hmm. his character, it kind of like helped to inform Mm. like a part of me wishes that we might have gotten an Irv storyline in this episode to help, to help kind of add that texture. Like like we have to kind of remember back to that season one episode. Right. And kind of like add that as like a headcanon kind of to kind of like make sense of like okay well hey listen they
0: did it because they knew somebody would make a podcast in 2020 uh 2021 and they would notice Mm -hmm. it and we did it you guys you're welcome writers as the (laughs)
2: prophecies foretold (laughs) yeah and tv time time mad 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 world is gonna mention (laughs) yeah right
1: um so so yeah i don't know like i i still i maintain that like that brand of, of, of fatherhood, that like specific kind of take on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, it certainly does not feel good mm-hmm. through a 2021 lens. It's like, mm-hmm. I think that we've made a lot of gains in terms of like a broader kind of understanding about masculinity mm-hmm. and like respecting women and young women and just yeah. kind of like, so I think it's kind of of its time. And it's also of these characters yeah. and of the narrator's, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. character and his relationship with his daughter and we know Irv's not perfect either so like you know I I I can kind of give it a a, I guess a kind of a pass in in that in that sense but at the time I was like I was like I wrote down in my notes I was like oh what
0: I said (laughs) yeah I said narration father I wrote it down because I was like I I think I even said out loud when we were watching it I was like well I don't like that (laughs) I think it's what I said out loud
1: Yeah. yeah you know clearly like Right, the show has to, I mean, all of the the fathers in this episode are, like, lousy (laughs) and, like, are doing a pretty bad job of it. So I think that, you know, it makes sense, like, that the characters themselves are flawed, and also, like, the narrator is kind of flawed, too. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, It's interesting.
0: Dr. Abbott was definitely flawed. Dr. Brown, I think, more is just treat Williams being a baby about the world. Like he was just like, what? I didn't realize that if I fucked some other lady, my daughter might be upset. (laughs) Did anyone else think of that? I
2: just
1: wondered
2: what it would be like if she stuck needles in my penis.
1: (laughs) Well, let's follow, let's follow the different um, father daughter relationships. Let's Let's do it. I love it.
0: Let's
1: do it. Delia's working on the hero report. We start off with, with her and Andy in the bookstore. We get a great line from Delia saying, I'd like to run my own country someday, yeah. but not Israel. That one's too hard.
0: <laughs> that was so funny. Which, like,
1: I, I imagine that she like she must know that. One, because I mean she's smart you, on and some of those things. But Jewish. I imagine that she's Jewish. Yeah. And but like I, I wonder how much like. She's heard from her like grandmother, like uh-huh. net, I forget what what they call their grandmother, net, Nana or something. Um, no, it's some like Bobby. No, Bobby? I don't think so. It's something really specific, it, it, but I forget. Yeah. I um. Know. But I presumably I she's heard it from them. Presumably Ephraim might be opinionated about Israel, Palestine. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Good line, I
0: loved I just I really love I, I was so delighted by just her being so smart she knew so many things yeah. I just loved it it was so because so, if they didn't have her know that much stuff remember how yeah. like at the very start of the show I was like Okay, she's like almost like a sitcom character because she's so smart. You know, like, right, yeah. But she's just really smart. Uh I thought it was really cool. Obviously, she's read a lot or like has really retained stuff Uh in school. Cool kid. The
2: striking thing about that scene to me was it's like, oh, this is a rich family working on a project. (laughs) We're at a bookstore buying (gasps) all these books. That's like,
0: absolutely.
2: What, 300 bucks worth of books or something like that? It's like, go to the library, please. (laughs)
0: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it's a very good point.
2: They're still rich
1: despite the fact that Andy's
0: not charging his yep. patients.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Wow, he must have had so much money. Like, mm-hmm. guys, how much money do they fucking have? Can we talk about this? Are they part of the like 0.05% of these assholes? Well,
1: let's not. I don't want to talk too much about this because we might spoil the big season four storyline where we discover that Andy. Has been doing some other things on the side to make money. Wow. That's what's truly groundbreaking. Before Britain so Bad, excited. before Weeds, we had Everwood.
3: Can you imagine? Oh no,
1: my wife died. I'm gonna move to Colorado and do what? She gonna do, listeners?
2: Don't spoil Just
1: it. Just wait to see season four. Wow. <laughs> Is it's, it's revealing, he's i mean, he's doing it the whole time. And are there hints, yeah, that I've seen wow. in season one and season two already? Like, just kind of like little things that, like when you rewatch, it's like, oh, that's what Andy's doing, yeah. that's why his pants are so yes, high. Yes,
0: his pants, it's the pirate pant bagginess, What's he hiding in his,
1: in his pants,
0: yes. Oh my um,
1: goodness. anyway, just a little, little. T- Teaser.
0: Whenever he's carrying around that little, like it's like a it's like a fanny pack, but he wears it on his back. It's like the weirdest backpack. That's what's in there. Don't you guys notice he has that weird?
2: It's a backpack.
0: It's like a tiny weird strap along backpack thing. Isn't it the bag that? Am I crazy? Wait,
1: I thought it was seen recently. Didn't Ephraim in season one get? They bought him in, like, a
2: traditional doctor's an bag. An
1: actual, like, doctor's bag. Yeah. He hasn't been yeah. using it, has he? Nope. Yeah,
0: I don't think so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that yes, off. Nice.
1: Well, in the bookstore, Andy runs into Linda, and then Dilly comes over and gives Linda the coldest possible shoulder.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, boy, oh, boy. <sighs> we'll do... The Delia and Brittany stuff together. We get a up here in Mama Joy's. I like the the three the three doctors dynamic.
4: Yeah, we're getting with mm-hmm. the
1: Abbots and Andy. They're they're arguing about Eastern medicine and science and Mama and Joy's. That really,
0: I swear. I think it was that scene where I wrote this note. I said, "Was Chinese medicine this silly back then?" Like, not that I think it's silly, but like that they were so they're so like what what eastern medicine this is ridiculous like it's so yeah. over the top that i'm like wow i don't think back then i feel like acupuncture was totally in the united states like in a common way like for rich people at that point i remember being in high school yeah. and fucking re- knowing rich ass people who like that's what they did, did It probably wasn't about this, it well it, i was like wow that's interesting I've, i i mean I I was super woke, you guys. No, <laughs>
2: but like, seriously, I don't yeah. like, no, I seriously, think it would have I to be think, a thing for it, it to be brought up. Like, it has to be something that no, people, people are aware of. people would just of. talk
0: about acupuncturists, and back then, I think it was probably just like a rich person thing, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But like, because I went to school with a bunch of really rich people, but I don't. Down. yeah. Well, yeah, that and well, my fucking. Uh, so, the school, school oh, that shit. I went to was a prep school. It was because my dad taught there. I basically went there for free. So. It was like, I, it was me poor, my dad being a teacher and at private school, they also don't pay teachers very well. And, um, and then there's like kids on scholarships, like literal farmers in New Jersey. And then everyone else was super wealthy, but yes, like I, maybe my experience is just weird. Do you remember that? Like was, was acupuncture specifically like looked on in that bizarre of a fashion back
2: think It still is
0: really,
1: yeah. I think there's plenty of people who, yeah. like, am
0: I just like way too. I think accepting it still is. Things? Wow, That's yeah, so and, well, especially,
1: just, and, and, and I mean, I think like for everyone specific for the tv show specifically sure. they have to have like i mean dr abbott already yeah. we know how he feels about his his sister and Yikes. her practice yeah practice this so,
0: episode like, made me wonder how good of a doctor he is yeah we'll <laughs>
1: we'll, we'll, we'll get to dr abbott he's, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's hot takes. um yeah. andy andy at least like is like like yeah curious about it and like technically open-minded to it, although we'll also track... He definitely thinks it's
0: silly, though, yeah. He's yeah, very exactly. like, hee we'll about that. it.
1: But, but, but at least he's like, you know, yeah. wa- like reading books
0: but, it. It. but it's still, I mean... She... I think it's just the vitriol. I think sometimes Dr. Abbott, even though I love him and he's my favorite, like sometimes he surprises me with how they write his like, really? Like, it's kind of like when the sister showed up that episode where he kept on just saying these nasty things. In this, it was like, just like, the every single thing my sister is Your doing I'm going to invalidate. So yeah, like it was so nasty that I was like, wow, was this the common thought? Because like if we're looking at the show through like, oh, it's groundbreaking and in general I think, yeah, it has some really cool progressive opinions. Like was that the temperament at the time and were they trying to get us to focus like yeah like different things are maybe acceptable or like am i just looking way too much into this like no i
1: i think that the show is 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 trying to move its viewers toward being more a more holistic view of medicine okay. in the sense of like i mean what it ultimately ends up being really is just like be curious about your patients' lives, yeah, <laughs> like,
0: yeah. You
1: know, like try to learn about what's going on in their life, like from like mm-hmm. the you know, which isn't even that's not even really like an Eastern medicine kind no. of deal, right?
0: But, yeah,
3: but basically that's
1: you know, that's the viewpoint that Linda kind of brings to the table. I'm sorry, so,
0: I'm just so fascinated by that part of the show because it's it's been going on for a couple episodes now. This East versus West, like. Yeah. It's so weird that this lady likes Chinese medicine. Like, whoa! I d- I don't remember things being that like like real. I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I must have I, lived th- in some I kind think, of weird bubble or
1: something. I think you grew up around rich people who yeah. could yeah. afford. <laughs> wow. I, care, I guess. I think. I think it's still probably there are plenty of people who are just like yeah. probably think it's kind of kooky.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Sorry.
1: <laughs> no, but and it makes sense that the writing like. That the writers have to kind of find these extreme versions yeah. of, of characters to, just so that there's some kind of conflict And
0: because they're the best so yeah. Ab- dr abbott uh, however frustrating he might get he's wo- it's wonderful i mean him, his ridiculous opinions they're awesome yeah, and, and,
1: and we don't want these characters to be perfect we don't we, you right. know i i think they're much more interesting even when it's really hard to watch and just like <laughs> oh god like <laughs> i think that i kind of enjoy that yeah um meanwhile we get some arnie action arnie's trying to talk <laughs> with delia uh-huh. and Brittany and being shot down <laughs> <laughs> Brittany is uninterested. aren't
3: they fabulous it's the newest color in nail polish my dad got it for me in japan my pencil box is from japan no one's talking to you arnie so which one do you like better Afternoon Aqua or Sky Blue
5: Sizzle. They look the same to me. No,
3: they don't. What's wrong with you?
4: Has everyone
6: here picked a hero? Delia?
5: I haven't finished all my books yet, but I have six favorites so far.
6: That's nice, but the goal for today is to narrow it down to one.
5: I'm doing Mary, Kent, and Ashley. I'm doing Jackie Chan. He broke every single bone in his body. You want to see me kick? Are you okay, Brittany?
7: (laughs) Brittany! Oh, my goodness. Delia, go get the nurse.
0: Oh. What disgusting.
7: I
2: hate Britney.
0: I know she seems. I like hate a, her. I she so much. When the first time we saw her, I hated her, and then in this episode, I was like, "Oh, she hasn't been that bad, but she is very oh, I bossy." Still hate her. I, she's the more, kind she's... of girl that would have made me feel like shit when I was little. Like but shit.
1: But, like that's exactly what the character is yeah. supposed yes. to be. I
0: oh, know. the little girl does a great job. Yeah, that's right. for sure. I hate she to look excellent. at her. I know, like everything. She has so many accessories her. and her hair. It's so annoying, but <laughs> sure. it's excellent it's for so heroes,
1: good. for heroes yeah. for the hero project <laughs> for america's so nationally
0: so good that
1: really reminds me of one time when i was i was working in a school in outside of boston and there was a time for kids magazine that i was just kind of like leafing through once in the classroom and they had a like person of the year award voted on by readers I have this somewhere. I mean, I have to like, because I, I took a picture of it, but it was a tie. The result of this Time for Kids Person of the Year award was a tie between <laughs> Taylor Swift and the US troops.
3: <laughs> what?
1: I swear to God, and I have it somewhere, and I, I will definitely send it to you. When was this from? Um, This would have been 2000. 10 or oh my
0: goodness gracious oh, Woo! it's
2: so
1: good that's
0: very funny wow
2: too good to be true I mean it clearly should be Taylor Swift
0: <laughs>
2: here yep, I just found it on, on Pinterest. I'm gonna click
1: uh, <laughs> I'm gonna copy and just send it
0: to you oh boy here I go I'm gonna check TFK Persons of the Year. Whom did
1: TFK readers pick for the 2009 Person of the Year? It's a tie! Both the U.S. Armed Forces and country singer Taylor Swift, 20, took first place in the TFK poll. More than 2,200 votes were cast. About 1.4 million brave troops (laughs) serve in the U.S. military. Many risk their lives in war-torn nations like Iraq and Afghanistan to help keep the U.S. safe. Meanwhile, Swift had a big year topping the music show (laughs) singer up for eight grand the and then was a picture of taylor swift and then a, like a soldier yep.
2: <laughs> Just a random and then with soldier. the caption you pick taylor swift and the u.s armed forces as persons of the year
0: like i you want nothing like, to do with
2: oh it oh my god
1: oh, that's
0: that, so funny you
1: couldn't write that to be funnier oh, wow. like they like like the the, the pair like about 1.4 million brave troops serving the US military. They do all of this. <laughs> they risk their lives of war torn places. Meanwhile, we torn. stopping the music chart. <laughs> and it's like, did they really, was it really an exact tie?
2: Right. That's yeah. what I'm wondering. Was it close? Not. And someone like, was it, like, it, we kind of just was close." close and, so,
1: yeah. and so, look, either way, like, either just, you know, just pick if the first place was Taylor Swift and the second place was the armed forces just either just say it was Taylor Swift Mm -hmm. or just erase that and just say it was the armed forces. Yeah. To Uh to try and make
2: it both. is just so, I also love that she's in front of the armed forces. And the Photoshop
0: is terrible. It's like she's walking outside. Her hair has an outside situation going on. Then this poor woman in the armed forces looks like she's on the box of a Wheaties cereal box, cardboard (laughs) cutout. It's like she's oh not God. even real and it's Taylor Swift is walking out of the paper. It's a tie. Oh, the oh, treatment.
2: So good. I mean, wish so I hilarious. I hope it was exactly the same. And then the the the, the people were so excited that there was a yeah. tie, they completely like <laughs> didn't see the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, they got the same amount of votes, guys. <laughs> this is great. People are gonna flip out.
0: <laughs> like <laughs> No, we can't do that. <laughs> oh my god. That's um, so funny. So
2: Alright. We all hate Brittany.
1: We all hate Britney. We, hate Britney. <laughs> we see her and her parents in Andy's office We're talking about the fact that she's had headaches and now she's throwing up and they're concerned. Andy recommends that they go check out Linda's office for some alternate medicine. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Uh, At that brown household, Madison shows up, and um, we get a scene where she explains to Ephraim why Delia might be in a mood right now.
2: She figures it out immediately.
1: (laughs) Yep. Yep. Madison's a genius.
0: (laughs) You got an idea what's going on there?
2: She's a girl. She's moody.
0: Okay. Well, before we chalk it up to a case of PPMS, have you even bothered to ask her what's wrong? You just asked her. She said nothing. Works for me. Did you guys take like a family communication course or does all this touchy-feely stuff just come naturally to you? Delia knows if there's something wrong, she can talk to me about it. (sighs) Well, what a convenient answer.
1: Here's a thought. You know that job we're paying you to do? Yeah, why why don't you go do that and leave me alone? All right, go cook something healthy.
0: Ephraim, has anyone ever told you that you have an old soul?
8: No.
5: Well, you do. It's an attractive quality, too. Sometimes makes me forget that
0: you're only 16. Really? Definitely. But then, you act like a spoiled, immature, annoying adult, and what do you know? You're 16 all over again.
1: She tells Ephraim that he has an old soul, mm-hmm. and that it's an attractive quality. Oh. But uh, uh, that then he ruins it by being super immature.
2: Oh. Damn it! She it was gonna like, blow him. Like, what is going I, I, on with Madison,
0: KT? Right, like okay. So when she said that, I don't know if you heard, but what did I say? Like ew or something? Because uh-huh. I, to me, I think there's a disconnect. Because- specifically.
1: It's an attractive quality.
0: Yes, because like, and I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's something wrong with me, but like, she is a gorgeous, like obviously very beautiful woman, right? And she's young enough that I was, we all thought it was weird when she was trying to boss Ephraim around. And the actor we know that plays Ephraim is older than he, his character is. So if, for me, it's it's like they're trying to introduce a romantic interest because we we did see that moment where it did feel like Ephraim is attracted to her or something. But yet, like we know that this they're 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 we've like calculated it in one of our past or, you know, we tried to figure it out in one of our past episodes, maybe the last one. That she's too old to date him because he's a well, baby.
2: She's probably twenty or twenty-one. Yeah, the actress
0: is in early twenties, and he's what only fifteen or something. The character's sixteen. The character's sixteen. So, I mean, I know, I know like earlier on in this series, there was the weird episode where like it wasn't big enough of a deal that this piano teacher was fucking a teenager. Um, but I don't know, like, am I weird? It just feels so much like there's gonna, they're setting something up there because he's so antagonistic to her or like so angry and she's so pretty and so wise. Like, what is, what is she? What is her character? Like, you, well, yeah. What, is she is, like the woman from the Brady Bunch, the maid lady, like Alice? an Alice, or is she like, or is she, she like robot a robot from
1: the Jetsons?
0: <laughs> right. Or is she like Rosie? Her name is Rosie.
2: <laughs> Give me another one.
1: Be the, the 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 lady from The Help who yep. puts shit in a pie. Octavia whatever. Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think, Eric? Do you think that they are setting up a romantic relationship between Ephraim and Madison?
2: Uh, yes, or at least That's the so tension.
0: Weird. He's too young.
2: How about this? Okay.
0: What if I were to tell you? You're not gonna. Because you're not gonna want to spoil something for us. Well, I've already, I've already said, I've already spoiled that. There's a whole episode about Ephraim
1: prematurely ejaculating.
0: Whoa! Is it with her? Ew! She's really unethical. If that's. He's like in her charge. Yeah, she should be helping him
1: last
2: longer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <In laughs> sense she just ends up covered it's in his the, cum. It
0: was, guys, what the fuck? Um, I have to
2: be I have to be making that up,
1: right? No way would the show would would ever would have an episode where Ephraim, a 16-year-old
2: prematurely ejaculates (laughs) all over his babysitter
0: (laughs) on his sister's babysitter i didn't think you were making that i at first thought you were making it up but now i'm like i before i was like wait a second is this a real thing wait now you're saying it's not how
1: how confusing how confusing
0: okay no i don't believe you i can fucking read you like a book adam he definitely (laughs) prematurely ejaculates absolutely i'm just trying to figure it out if it's with a babysitter. Well, uh, <laughs> well, let's move on.
1: <laughs> I, I think Ephraim should be. I think he's lucky that he can ejaculate at all with such an old soul. Like,
0: wow! Yeah. Wow! I never thought of it that way. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> the, the premature ejaculation. Like I just I decided long ago that that's the one thing I'm happy to spoil you and the listeners about. In any what? show. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Everwood, not listeners who
2: uh, are watching along and not haven't seen it before.
1: <laughs> uh, Linda
8: and Andy have another scene. Half a dose of Eastern philosophy, and suddenly you're a believer. Brittany's parents called me. Oh, great.
6: I haven't figured out what's wrong with her yet, so anything that can help with the symptoms.
8: Until you discover the etiology and do some real healing? Oh, well, yes,
6: but in a much more flattering and respectful of your craft kind of way. I would like to know what you think, though. Why don't you come by after we can compare notes?
8: Um, I have a pretty full book today, actually. Um, maybe tomorrow.
6: Well, how about over dinner? You can come by the house. I have a whole other kid you have to meet. He's the fun one.
8: Oh, no, I couldn't.
6: Come on. You're taking up my slack with Brittany. It's the least I can do.
8: I don't know, Andy. I have kind of a strict diet I like to maintain.
6: You fear my cooking. I understand.
8: Bring whatever you want. We're easy. Okay, I'll I'll bring stuff for everybody. Seven o'clock. Great.
6: See you then.
2: It felt like he was pulling her teeth a little bit to get her to accept his invitation. She was like, kept like throwing out these excuses. Yeah, she was.
1: She was a bit resistant. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. Well, we could do it.
2: You know, whatever. Just uh, come over for dinner. It's fine. It's fine. I have dietary restrictions.
0: Well, you cook for us. Come on. That was so weird, by the way. Like, I Seriously, I was like, there wasn't a joke, like a comeback from her that's like, oh, really? So you're inviting me over, but I have to bring all the food. Thanks. Like, she. it was so weird, right? Yeah. I'll cook for you guys and I'll travel to your house. Right. I will be your new caterer. Hello. Like, it was so bizarre. Well, on that. But, well, I
1: mean, well Linda does seem like the type of person who would welcome that like the
0: task yeah she
1: seems very like
0: you know yeah let me share the world with you yeah still treat williams so we get, like,
1: like, Madison, the one thing about Madison that I don't like is she's really anti-Eleanor Roosevelt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Very much.
1: <laughs> That's a hard no. <laughs> i with the with the Hero Project, and she's like, we've read everything there's to read about Eleanor Roosevelt, and I think she's out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't done a single thing worthwhile in her whole life.
1: Ephraim comes to Eleanor's defense and Madison doubles down and calls Eleanor Roosevelt a glorified housewife. Yes. Which is like bullshit. Eleanor Roosevelt is like, was a very accomplished (laughs) individual. And... Yeah, I don't know. I did at least some research on Eleanor Roosevelt before including her in my weird book, The Last Thing I Never Write, Part One.
0: Oh, that's right. Oh my goodness. I forgot about that. Now I'm blushing. <laughs> now I'm blushing. <laughs> oh my
1: goodness. Uh, Madison thinks that Delia's hero should be uh, Sanger, Margaret Sanger. Person who invented birth
0: control? Oh, yeah, and I didn't know that at all. I was like, oh, who's now? This? I'm blushing. <laughs> yeah,
1: Sanger, I hardly fucked her and got her pregnant.
0: Wow. And she Hard had re- birth
1: control. Wow. All right.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, stick and move.
1: move. <laughs> Delia wants her hero to be Mandy Moore, and Ephraim and <laughs> Madison are both like, no. no.
3: <laughs> that was I bet great. they'd be fine
1: if it was Mandy Moore and the U.S. Armed Forces. <laughs> <laughs> You have to do both. <laughs> uh, Delia is very unhappy to hear that Linda is coming over for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Ephraim gets a moment from Madison that kind of mirrors "Welcome to the Human Race," Ephraim uh-huh. Brown. Yes, we all heard it. Madison says, to "Ephraim, welcome to the world of complex emotions." Ephraim Brown. Mm-hmm. Ephraim, so exhausted having to process the most basic, yes, emotional reality having to do with. His sister, yes. Yeah. Like it's funny, like
0: it's- that. Two of them miss it, not just Ephraim, but also Andy. I yeah. This season it's- is really painting them out to be like well, complete. But idiots. also <laughs> just- to give
2: them the benefit of the doubt, they're not watching a TV show where they're like, oh looking come
0: on, break. that's like literally. It's like a basic. No, it's stuff that stuff everyone whole, knows. But the whole
2: point of this episode is, like, not seeing your yeah. kids grow up. But it's like, not
0: about growing up. She lost she, her mother. That is yeah, a basic but she's, grief she's thing that is in every piece kid. of media she's from the 1950s. She's been a 19- little kid 50s. for so long.
2: And, oh. like, she's just, like, cute and Delia. And now she's, like, having her own opinions and emotions and stuff.
1: Eric's making a very good point. And, like, honestly, like, that is, like... I think it happens all the time. People are just miss out on just in general, not having to do with like kids growing up. That's yeah. a big piece of this,
0: mm-hmm. but just in
1: general, like we just, we miss it. We, we, we're like not even thinking about the way that like this might be like hurting like this person. But or, like... I,
0: I don't know. I, I agree with that, but I feel like, and maybe again, it's the time difference. Like it's 2021 now, whenever the fuck this came out to tw- almost 20 years ago. Like, I feel like, like I was just saying every piece of media it's in books it's in movies it's in television shows it's everywhere this trope this this it's in real life it's not just in 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 fictional stuff yeah. when somebody dies or even gets remarried just you know they get divorced the kids have a problem with the replacement parental right. figure yeah, but- it's bizarre to me that both people, well, because especially because Ephraim not has been Linda so... like that. But Ephraim has been, oh, I don't know about that. Andy absolutely is. Well, he's like he's flirting not... with her. Yeah,
2: well, he's, I don't think he's accepted it yet.
0: Okay. Like,
2: okay. I do build that into the writing where, like, both yeah. Ephraim and
1: Andy are like, but like, like, their reasoning is she has no problem with Nina and like nina's a friend and well, linda's a friend
0: but if but we're also am i reading into this like she fucking stared at dr brown in that What was it the bookstore like they are heavily leaning into like they're a romantic yes. thing yes
2: because that's what happens with the scene at the end so you
0: can't say that andy just had no idea well, like thinking about it like not in clueless yeah. <laughs> i know he's a baby He's the one that I believe more, though, because remember, like, I think it was even in season one, like, Ephraim had to keep reminding Dr. Brown that, like, hey, our mother just died, and she's upset. Like, there were literally episodes where he pointed to Andy that she yeah, was-
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's that's a good point. By, having, by bringing Madison into the picture to fill this kind of, like, narrative function of, like, she's going to show the Browns what's up, they have necessarily had to kind of, like, pull Ephraim Back. Okay.
0: dumb them right. down
1: back from that role yes yeah.
0: and i guess you could justify it by saying he's so mad at madison that maybe he hasn't been spending enough time mm-hmm. around it's delia also, like, junior and year so and stuff, i and, know but know, he was it's... so protected i'm just disappointed you guys Ephraim and dr brown
1: The characters, hundred percent. I think we're supposed to be. You're also
2: like annoyingly perceptive, KT. I guess. I I know I see everything about anybody. So it just is but it's so obvious. It's not
0: it's it's not like I don't know. It's not like an obscure feeling. It's so fucking common. Like any but again, woman that comes or man, you know, yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah. or whatever uh-huh. that comes into the parent's life yeah. after someone has left is a threat. So that's
1: exactly the reason why it's why I think we need to be okay with Madison it being very clear <laughs> to her.
0: Oh, yeah. So that's I don't sure.
1: get to be annoyed at their cluelessness and at Madison being a genius because she's not a genius. She's just being.
0: I was more annoyed at her genius in the last episode. I don't think. Did I say that I was annoyed with her genius in this episode? No, because I don't back to that well listen adam listen up you have met the argument king also, and you will not relationships, win this argument. like the therapist
2: said to the browns or to the the abbots later you okay. may lose perspective
1: right. on those that are close to you
0: uh, that's the whole thing you know what we need to spend five more hours talking about this one hey. scene when we. <laughs> I, it's, it's my Mad fault. you say, Ma- "Hey, it was R- my Rita fault." Ma- yeah, I know. Let's, Good let's job, Rita. Stop, Let's talk about this for five more hours. We'll just
1: cut it out, and then we'll I'll, I'll edit around it to when we uh, get to the next scene. All right. Okay. okay. All right, and we're back. That was a very fruitful. <laughs> oh
3: my God! No.
2: It's interesting how it came around to premature ejaculation right in the middle there. Yeah, a
1: lot of times. Everything comes back to premature ejaculation. Mm-hmm. Come uh, back. So, Linda shows up at the Brown household. Ephraim mm-hmm. gets to meet Linda. He says, I hear you sleeping with needles. Sounds like fun. <laughs> she has vegetarian food, including some kind of millet. And <laughs> Andy has a and great line. Millet peel off. Who doesn't love a good millet? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> he has no idea what mill is. <laughs> Delia
1: says the Olympics are stupid. I agree with her on that, and I will not have an
0: argument about it. That's I obviously, th- it's, it's just, oh, okay. I'm down. I, have the I C- mean, you're not going to feel- get an argument from I us. I have literally, I cannot watch the Olympics. I do not understand the fascination. All right.
1: Now I feel bad. Because like, now I feel like saying like, well, I get why people like, like <laughs> it. <It's just laughs> I a- Shut up,
0: Adam. No, Adam. You cannot not I- have an argument. Not even from yourself. I understand too. I actually understand that too because I understand as a former athlete, like I get it, but no! I will never watch it ever and I don't care. I don't get I, it. Yeah, I, just, I just don't give a shit. Yes. So, so- yeah.
2: Let the record show, (laughs) I did not defend the Olympics once. (laughs)
1: Let (laughs) the record show. Eric's the purest anti.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We're both like, like,
0: fuck the Olympics. It's like tofu. (laughs) These Olympics taste like shit. That
1: comes a very uh, salient uh, point about heroes. You pick one, you admire them for a week. Next thing you know, they're arrested. That, that was, was 2003. so good. I loved
0: Cancel it. And-
1: it made me think of Chris Pratt.
0: Yep.
3: Ooh.
1: <laughs> yep. He was thinking about Chris Pratt when he when he said that, I bet. <laughs> 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 um, Linda does a little reporting back on Brittany. Apparently there's something with her kidney going on. I like her language. She's like, also my Ouija board spelled kidney. Yes.
0: I love that. That was great. I I really like like I didn't know if I was going to like this character, but I really like her. Like she's I great. didn't know cuz like so, you know, it, it was just that like antagonistic thing and she was like she just showed up at the practice and was like, "Now I work here." But like she's really She's the mm-hmm. she is definitely related to Dr. Abbott like they are definitely siblings and I love it I love how smart she uh, she is and how witty she is and how she doesn't take people's shit it's great mm-hmm. I love well, she it she has an
2: Ouija board <laughs>
0: it was so <laughs> funny
1: oh is not too happy with them talking about Brittany at the dinner table I mean yeah Linda brings up like there's has to be an emotional component. Mm-hmm. Andy's like so it might be psychosomatic. And Dealey's like Brittany is not a psycho. <laughs> yes, she
0: is. Yeah. Fuck Brittany. <laughs> Poor Brittany. Poor actress who plays Brittany.
1: Dealey's got a bad attitude. Andy's like you haven't even touched your millet pilaf.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was the no the way he said it you didn't. It was the, the best. Yeah, no, like, you, you haven't, haven't touched her. your millet <laughs> pilaf. <laughs>
1: Uh, this is where we get big. This is a groundbreaking moment. <laughs> Maybe not groundbreaking, <laughs> but you know, I, I bet it was in the previews for this episode. Like, yeah, indicating that Deely is going to say a bad word. Mm-hmm. She says it tastes like shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, we don't hear the word shit. It just and goes silent. Beeped. Yeah, it just times. goes silent. Weird. An interesting taste. Full, subtle
2: way yeah. they, the, they do make it so you can see her say it though you yes. can still see her mouth
0: absolutely yes um
2: ephraim cracks up laughing
0: yes. even Linda the a
2: smile but
1: ephraim's like laughing very hard
0: yeah in the background like it really made me wonder if he because it sounded genuine it sounded like he was Gregory surprised was yes it sounded like the actor was surprised by what she said <laughs> that would be cool
2: if, if they if the writers
0: like
2: secret secret. to get the reactions
1: yeah andy sends everyone to their rooms except for linda because she doesn't have a room there
0: i don't have a room here which is interesting because earlier didn't uh ephraim say to madison like oh why don't you just get a room here i thought that was interesting that two moments in the show there was a joke about not Mm -hmm. having a room here i thought that was weird
2: I didn't find any gif moments. I wondered if, because we ended up pausing on Ephraim laughing, oh my God. I don't know if, that, if there is something <laughs> in there that could be gif not, not a sure. GIF, just
0: the photo. It's got to turn oh, into a meme. such a crazy face. <laughs> Andy confronts Delia
1: in her room. Where did you learn that word? It's not as bad as the F1. It's such a Where silly thing. Did like, you like, learn a, a, a that can't, word? Kids hear these words. Yeah. I'm sure she's heard you say it. Yep.
0: Yeah. Come on.
1: Um, there's also a scene where he takes the nail polish from Delia, the nail polish that she's borrowed from Britney. and Katie totally called it that yep. the, the nail polish ends up being the kind of solution to
0: well, the, because the she, house MD well, moment. Right, because, like, well, right, because earlier the, the in another house episode, house. yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm, course, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. But like she, that girl had, I think in a previous episode talked about nail polish then as well. I think like that was the thing. So I was like, oh, wait a second, it's totally gonna be like renal failure because of this Mary, crazy Mary, nail polish. We definitely saw in the first
1: appointment um that she was biting her nails. Yeah. Her I didn't notice that. Father or stepmother were like, What have we said about biting your nails? Yep. Mm-hmm. I missed that completely. It's very, very just casual. Have there
2: been any other those like tropey like house MD moments in this show? Yeah, I think yeah, there was she, one. The, the
3: the one with the-
1: Sure, the, the, and the uh, divorce. Yeah.
2: Chicken. The chicken. Antibiotics. Yeah, yep.
0: yeah. Oh, that's right.
1: I love that. That was, that. So, that was that fun. That was a big one that comes yeah. to mind. I don't know if, if there have been any others. I guess the sex club is <laughs> kind of a, <laughs> a,
0: a medical mystery. <laughs> that so weird. Um. Yeah, the chicken it's one. It's not. You no, know, it's not formula. Yeah. They, I'm just curious. Yeah.
2: Um.
1: Andy's dumping all of the gross food out. Ephraim <laughs> explains to Andy what Madison explained to him. Andy at first is like, that's ridiculous. Like, yeah, no, no, no. Which at that moment we'll talk about Harold, but like both Andy and Harold are in this episode are both like, that's ridiculous. Like, I that doesn't make any sense. Like their their initial mm-hmm. reaction to like the opportunity to, to understand what's going on with their daughters mm-hmm. is just like, no, no, that's not it it can't be it mm-hmm. yeah i, fr- I was like yeah and he's like wow I, like, I know it's exhausting isn't it <laughs> but he does give madison credit for helping him
2: yeah do. i was i wasn't sure how that was gonna go because he was mm-hmm. playing it off as his own idea yes or he really
0: was really also
2: really. another another uh rich family moment this is the second <laughs> bottle of fiji water in the episode that we saw <laughs> the one he pulls out of the fridge yeah saw that
0: i in have never tasted fiji water what does it taste like water yeah water okay
2: also uh, i've never tasted it but it's water <laughs> it's
0: water i didn't know i actually didn't know it's not a flavored no, one it's just okay one of those cool spring rich people water you yeah. just said um
1: andy talks to linda explains that yeah the britney's blood work came back and that there was toluene toxicity because the nail biting and the nail polish uh linda insists that you know there still must be an underlying emotional component and we get another little, you know, nice scene where somebody kind of calls Andy out on his shit. Nice work, Doc. Thank you. Thank you very much.
8: But we still haven't, um, cracked the underlying emotional component.
6: I'm sorry, was I not clear? The blood work confirms the diagnosis.
8: Well, it confirms that her headaches and nausea are a result of toluene ingestion, yes, but... Which
6: makes your theory null and void. Not that I wanted you to be wrong,
8: but, uh... You really have no concept of what I do. I mean, I know you read all those books and used your superhero power of photographic memory to regurgitate all that information back to me, but you didn't absorb anything, did you? Are you always this defensive when you're wrong? You know, I actually thought that your interest in alternative medicine was genuine, but it's not. The only thing you're interested in is proving that your way is better than mine. You're like the perfect cliche of the perennial Western doctor, arrogant, single-minded. Hold on, hold on. I don't think there's
6: anything wrong with holistic medicine. But it just so happens that in this case, traditional medicine has a solution.
8: There is something wrong with that little girl and it has nothing to do with how much nail polish is in her system. But if you're too blind to recognize that, then I can't help you, nor do I want to. You waste enough of my time as it is. Why are you taking this so personally? I thought we were having a healthy debate. And there's the fundamental problem with us collaborating. You thrive on winning debates. I thrive on helping patients. One of which is waiting for me in my office right now. Oh, come on! And I won't be needing any more referrals, Dr. Brown. Congratulations on curing Brittany. I'm sure her parents will be thrilled.
2: He should have pointed out that the the nail polish came from Japan. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: it was made in japan <laughs> which direction is that again oh my god He's <laughs> like last episode oh my <laughs> god
1: <laughs> oh man uh britney in andy's office this is when andy realizes that dina is not her birth mother That it, that you know, then it becomes very clear that apparently Brittany, of course, has been feeling some anxiety about her parents' divorce. And Brittany's father also is like, you know, is part of the "daddy's little girl" theme. When he's like, "I liked it better when all I had to do was get rid of the stupid nail polish. Mm-hmm. Like, what do I do? Yeah, mm-hmm. talk to her." <laughs> talk to your daughter
0: oh, yeah yeah exactly
3: oh, I, 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 oh,
0: I thought that, but I really thought that actor actually did a really good job with yeah. that bit stupid part where the dad was an idiot he just seemed really frazzled like the yeah. guy did a good job of being like I don't know what I'm doing I'm a I'm a bad father have <laughs> I to, just, go to
2: Japan again
0: <laughs> just felt like he was very you know befuddled and genuine I liked the actor I don't know who it is but did a good job actor
1: Yeah, no, shout-out to Bruce Newbold, who played Dan Clark, Britney's father. Bruce Newbold. I I don't think I've seen him in anything else. Oh, well. Good job, Bruce. (laughs) Um, Andy gives Delia some nail polish, some less toxic nail polish.
6: And I understand why it bothered you, but I, I want you to know that... If I ever do decide to make a friend in a romantic kind of a way, I'll talk to you enough Ephraim about it first.
5: Are you going to make those kind of friends, I mean?
6: Eventually. Someday, yes. Are
5: you going to get married again someday?
6: I don't know. I think I have to go on a date first. But let's cross that bridge when we come to it. The important thing is that you and I have to keep talking about this stuff. And if you're angry, I want you to tell me about it, okay? Because let's face it, Madison's not always going to bail me out of these things. And at the end of the day, it's just you and me, kiddo.
5: Can you do me one favor?
6: Anything you want.
5: When you do that again, it can't be with Linda.
6: Sweetie, I told you, we're just friends.
5: I know, but just promise me. You won't ever
6: date her. Ever. When you do
1: date again, it can't be with Linda.
0: Yikes.
1: Promise me you won't ever date her.
0: Yeah. Ever.
1: <laughs> and then we don't hear what he says. In the bookstore, Andy sees Linda and tells her, like, yep, you were right. I was wrong. Uh, and also, Delia was mad about you and made me make this promise. And she's like, well, I'm sure that's a promise. You won't have any trouble keeping. And, like, treats... Acting in that uh-huh. moment is so good. Like he's like looks kind of confused. Like that's why he's just so clueless. Uh-huh. Yeah. Even as he's walking away, he's like trying to process. Like, wait, what's going on? Yeah. Like his uh-huh.
0: first reaction was like he was like, oh, "That was a good and one." Like, yeah. What? Right. Yeah, Like he was trying to uh-huh. pretend like he understood yep. And then he just oh man Tree Williams that was great
1: So do we think that they're setting Linda up As a romantic connection
0: for Andy She's that fierce gaze She had yes And I'm disappointed because I thought he was going to be gonna with he's going to have be like
2: no I promised, So I have to have a relationship with Madison Instead and then oh, he Christ. and Ephraim Are going to fight over Madison
0: <laughs> I hope so Wow Wow. Groundbreaking.
2: That's what next episode's title is about.
0: Yeah. Sure, sure. Father son fist fight. <laughs> what do you think it's about?
2: <laughs> they both want to fist Madison.
1: Oh they fight about it. Stop. Constable.
2: <laughs>
3: <That's right. Unappropriate.
2: laughs> um They can they can both fist her if she wants. It's fine. <laughs> all about consent
1: there's <laughs> a deleted scene on the dvd that i that we watch together where Ephraim <laughs> goes to madison's apartment or wherever she lives to invite her to come to delia's hero presentation um and it's kind of a pointless little scene it's where we learn that madison is in a band yep and Ephraim is uh says something mean about the band
0: <laughs> <laughs> so mean
1: says they sound like tofu in reference to Delia saying that the to- that the tofu tastes like shit, or that it was the, the millet,
2: was it the millet? Yeah, she wasn't specific. They had a bunch of different things in their plate.
3: Yeah,
0: I'm not sure.
1: Hmm. Um So that was the lead scene. But then in the episode itself, we do have the, we do see the hero presentation. We see Brittany, <laughs> the end of Brittany's presentation about uh, Mary Kate and Ashley. The teacher's like, "Thank you, Brittany. That was truly inspiring." <laughs> hmm. and then... But this scene was. Right. It really so was. Delia comes out like dressed like with like pearl earrings, like her a nice hair little...
0: was all done. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so. Mm. My hero
5: was born on April 29th, nineteen fifty eight, in Wilton, Connecticut. She wore pearl earrings almost every day and wouldn't take them off even in the shower. She was tall and beautiful and funny, and her name was Julia Brown. A year and a half ago, she died. But before that happened, she did a lot of amazing things. I'd like to tell you about some of them today.
6: Some fathers may enjoy the pedestal their daughters place them on, but the best ones step down and allow their flaws to be seen. It is from these unsung fathers that daughters learn what's most important in this life, how to embrace joy, how to endure sorrow, and how to live each day to the fullest not knowing which of those two is on the horizon
1: It definitely I like teared up it was very nice and then part of it was i mean vivian cardone like as always kills it as delia Mm -hmm. um and but then also like yeah, Andy's reaction to see... like yes. none, I don't know, I don't think any of them knew who Delia had settled on. Ephraim maybe.
0: Andy definitely did not though because he was asking. He specifically asked.
1: Yeah. But yeah, Treat's acting was so good it when was she started so presenting good. and it hits him who she's talking about. Mm-hmm. I
0: think Treat Williams is so good at. Um, he's good at open-hearted acting. Like ev- yeah. everything. I see that I like of his is when he's being this, like it's like when you see his heart unfold like a flower, when he's trying to be angry or like stupid, it doesn't work. And I just truly wonder what treat Williams is like, is he like this really emotive person? Do you think like, in like, is he good at expressing himself like his in, in inner emotions in in real life? Like, I just wonder what it is about him where he just, like, those mm. genuine moments where he's, like, it's, like, something that you can just, you can see he's feeling something in his heart. Like, those are my favorite ones.
1: I'm sure it's all just an act.
0: Oh, okay. All right, cool. Yeah, it's yeah, actor, so, duh, that's wrong with me? It's acting Is he? Like he has a role. <laughs> um,
1: by the way, I guess this episode brought to you... By toxic nail polish, toxic nail polish, (laughs) Eleanor Roosevelt, toluene, millet, by millet, (laughs) (laughs) which just
2: nothing like a good millet.
1: Makes me think of the Manjaku sketch.
0: Yep. Yeah, that will, the word millet will always <laughs> make me think of that.
1: Like, with my African child, Sponsy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, you're asking for more food? Didn't I just pay for like a big bag of millet? Yeah. <laughs> you, <have> millet? <laughs> you shared it with the whole town? Well, oh, come on. <laughs> oh, Ooh, sketch comedy. Mm-hmm. So edgy. Well let's go to the other father-daughter thing going on in this episode, which mm-hmm. is Amy and Dr. Abbott. First time we see Amy in this episode is in a in a swim meet.
0: And I hated it so much. And I know that it was just a dream. Yeah. But she wasn't wearing a swim cap. Nobody was wearing a swim cap or goggles. Mm-hmm. And I know it's a dream, it but it was the most non- No, hey, swim team is co is I when I, I was on swim team, like I we raced against It was everybody's the same. You just, at least in high school, which is where they would be. That's where I was in the swim team. So
1: Amy is drowning in the pool, which I I guess must be a metaphor for something. I I,
2: I don't know. Just uh, swim. (laughs) Swim, Amy. You just jumped in. You can't be that tired. (laughs) She's talking about the
1: dream to her therapist, Dr. Lentz. Yeah. And it is therapist. School counselor, you mean. Like a school counselor. Um, well, you know, I guess I too might question her credentials because we did get a solid minute of her saying to Amy, like, so wait, you, w- were you not wearing swim caps in the dream? Or like she was really harping on these details, even though mm-hmm. she knew it was a dream. She was still like weirdly hung up on... Like what was wait? Like where were the other swimmers? And like you didn't have a swim cap and like what? That doesn't make any no sense. Goggles. <laughs> no
0: goggles. <laughs> that a solid minute of that. So, that was. A- well, I think she was very smart.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good
3: therapy. <fairy. laughs>
1: we see Bright and Lainey and Amy at school. Uh, there's a new guy at Co- who has taken college.
0: Oh, this poor guy. Oh, my God.
1: out on him. This yeah. poor guy, Alan. He's like, are you messing with me? It's just a flirting thing. Oh, yeah. Alan,
2: you oh. idiot. Like,
1: yeah, poor Alan. And his unfortunate. Eyebrows.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he like, just needed a trim in general. He's he was a cute guy that was probably told not to shave for <laughs>
1: go to the haircut place I went to. And get cut. Uh huh. <laughs> oh my god. Amy's so mean of a scene. She's like, yes. Do I look like I'm flirting with you? Yeah. Right, Laney, you're trying to be like, Whoa, Amy. She's like, No! Fuck you, Alan. <laughs> Ridiculous.
0: But my well, and my, I had a problem because I was like, well, they're just gonna send him to the front office, and the front office is just gonna be like, yeah, that's your locker. Go back and go into it. It's not gonna solve anything because she didn't say, hey, it's my dead boyfriend's yeah. locker. She just said it's somebody I know, and then she freaked out. The guy's gonna be like, I don't know. This girl yelled at me. Uh, like, what the fuck? I think it
2: was triggering her PTSD from the last episode when she was trying to open her own locker in the oh, civil yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was the. <laughs> <it was a, laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, luckily, this is uh, noticed by people. Mm. And the therapist has uh, Amy's parents, Rose and Harold, into her office. And Amy's there at first. Um, and Dr. Lentz played By Tamara? She looked
0: looked so familiar. I kept like changing my head angle to see if I could figure out. Well, because like, you know, the screen is a little tilted. And I was like, who is that?
1: Tamara Taylor. Tamara, Tamara, Tamara Taylor. Other credits I've seen her in. Apparently she was in Six Feet Under and Lost.
0: Oh. I think I I recognized her
1: from Lost.
0: What was she in Lost.
1: I forget, but I recognize her face, and I can totally see her on the show. We Boston. didn't watch that whole show, so we. I didn't don't remember the character itself. It. Um. Anyway, she does a good job, but but yeah. yeah, uh, her character recommends considering uh maybe putting on Amy on antidepressants, and here
4: we see Harold Abbott completely lose it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The reason I wanted you all here today was not to dissect one isolated incident. I'm more interested in discussing how we can help Amy with her depression. Based on some of the conversations we've had and this particular outburst, I thought it might be an appropriate time to consider the possibility of antidepressants. You think Amy needs medication? I believe her mood swings indicate that there may be chemical imbalances. Amy,
7: you can go back to class now. Really? Yes, I would like to talk to your therapist alone for a minute. Go on. You must be out of your mind if you think I'm going to drug my daughter based on the recommendation of a public high school counselor.
4: I'm a licensed therapist, Dr. Abbott.
7: Licensed for what? No, I'm sorry. If you can't get through to our daughter in these sessions that you're having, that's your problem. Do your job better. I'm not about to indulge in the kind of quick-fix solution that the rest of America seems so keen on. For your information, medication should only be given when necessary, not when it might be helpful. That's why only real doctors are allowed to prescribe it.
4: If I could clarify something, I'm not suggesting that Amy be on medication indefinitely. But the mourning process can be especially difficult, and a short course of an SSRI might help her get through this rough patch. There are certain benefits. No,
7: I'm perfectly aware of the benefits as well as the numerous drawbacks. And if my daughter needed antidepressants, I would know.
4: Sometimes it's difficult for a parent to see their child clearly. Ask yourself, when was the last time Amy slept through the night or finished an entire meal or showed an interest in anything at all? I'm trying to help, but there's only so much I can do.
7: you truly want to help, you will keep your ill-informed medical opinions to yourself or you leave me no choice but to remove my daughter from your care completely. Let's
1: go, Rose. Thank you. Um. Yeah. It, like, as somebody who you know have I've been on the antidepressants multiple times, mm-hmm. I think they like are very useful. You know, it was kind of hard watching Harold be so like yeah,
0: this whole episode really mm-hmm. immediately
1: dismissive, yep. violently dismissive, yes. and like you know calling it a a quick fix solution mm-hmm. that you know. It is like there are, are moments where it seems like he's saying like. He kind of acknowledges like yes, they might have some utility, but only when necessary, not when that quote might be helpful
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, if my daughter needed antidepressants, I would know, but but like he's so like aggressively yes. like against the therapist, he's like, keep your ill informed medical opinions to yourself yeah it's it's really tough to
0: watch. He says later that she has just a mail in degree, like yeah, he the whole time is. I just wrote anti-antidepressants because it was just so hard. That was so hard to watch and be so upset. I And I tried to reserve my judgment because I know I often take notes in, an, in a scene, especially with Tom Amandis, where I'm like, wow, these reactions are like way over the top. But usually they're explained. In this case, I don't, I mean, like, right, I get it. It's the whole theme of the episode. It's out of touch with your daughter. But I was more hoping for something about like, I don't know that he was disappointed in himself for not being able to fix her or something like because he's a doctor. I thought there was going to be more something like that. Like he was disappointed in himself to not have done it himself. So he was reacting against this woman who was able to come at it from outside and say – this is just, the yeah, real situation. Some, some
1: explanation, like yeah. antidepressants murdered my father. Yeah,
0: right, exactly. Something like that. Yeah. I wish it was way more obvious, like that, but it didn't happen, and so it was disappointing.
1: But yeah, I mean, I think ultimately, what the episode we we kind of joke around about this, like while watching, especially in, in a Laney, Amy scene later on. Ultimately, <laughs> like a significant portion of this episode seemed like felt very after-school special. Yes, kind of about antidepressants, mm-hmm. and so. Again, it's one of those situations where, like, I can understand, given what the writers were trying to do, they had to have mm-hmm. like it makes it makes sense to have Harold be the one who's like anti, yeah, but... putting Amy on antidepressants. It's, like, it it's... just it just comes across like it doesn't it 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 it, it it's Not a good look,
0: yeah. It's definitely not a good look, but I think it was also like, I mean, again, I it's probably just because it's from a long time ago, and I, I know mental illness obviously was not talked about as much back then. Well, it then. wasn't around
1: back then, mental yeah, illness nobody
0: had it. So um, bad, but just yeah. started
1: recently. I'm obviously kidding everybody,
0: yes, we know we are, we're all kidding, what, <laughs> but um, I thought it was weird that we just came from an episode, I don't know if it was just the previous one or the one before, but like this East versus West where Dr. Abbott is so insistent on Western medicine, well, guess what? Antidepressants yeah, are no, that's, very Western. That's what Western. I was going
2: to say. This is, this episode is the two storylines are a dichotomy where <sighs> the one he's arguing for a more holistic approach in yeah. this case. That is really whereas, interesting Yeah. catch.
1: That like he that he's on the one hand really like yeah resistant to considering any kind of holistic Eastern approach, but then when it comes to antidepressants, he's kind of on the the Tom Cruise train of like America's too medicated and like you know and like here's the thing is like when she, when he's talking to Rose later like I like I guess I can kind of see his point much the way that I can see why people might like the Olympics <laughs> like what <laughs> how how he's common coward. is it for antidepressants to be kind of like prescribed very specifically to deal with like grief temporarily. Like it's Mm -hmm. not clinical depression, like long-term like mental illness. It's like, I don't know. Like, so like, you know, I I can see it, the perspective of the, of like grief happens, loss happens. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get our daughter into the habit of like numbing Against
0: right. mm-hmm.
1: natural
2: feelings.
0: Like, right. I kind yep.
2: of see that
1: perspective. Yes,
0: absolutely. But
2: getting stuck in that. Yeah. There's also her age, too. Like, she's that's a minor. The thing.
0: So, well, but it's not just the fact that it's a minor. So, scientifically, prescribing antidepressants and this is something i read about actually pretty recently just because you know both of us obviously have anxiety and i have depression and so we ha- and we have children and it's something that i want to keep up to date on because i already see some of our personality traits coming out in our kids and prescribing antidepressants to teenagers does come with more risks because they are yeah. more likely to do things like commit suicide, have suicidal thoughts when they're on antidepressants. Uh-huh. So it is like I, I genuinely I was waiting the whole fucking episode for something more OK to come out in Dr. Abbott's perspective, yeah. like not just, oh, well, I, I can't fix her. She was my little girl. And, you know, and I don't know, like. Kind of this like pride thing that he kept going, like that he was insisting on, like that he knows best because he's the medical professional or whatever. Instead of like being like, well, listen, I have concerns like there are medical. I mean, he even says it. he even says it, but he's so close. Like, the you know, like medical, like they're drugs. They are drugs. They are drugs that affect our brains. And that is a serious thing to consider, especially for a young person. But he doesn't go into that part where it's like and also the fact is like, I'm not against antidepressants, but it's the teenage aspect because they are a little more dangerous or can be or, you know. But it doesn't get that complicated. I don't know. I just, yeah. That was like the one. D- there was another thing.
2: deleted scene where <laughs> he was practicing with his band and talking about it to them.
0: Oh, man, I wish. Well, he, I
1: mean, other things that, like, I mean, the way he talks to Rose in this episode, like, Oof. when Rose confronts him and is like, yep. I think. She should. We should try it. Yeah. He's like, where did you get your medical expertise? Ladies' Home Journal it was like, terrible. Excuse me. Yeah. This is the mayor yes. of the town you're talking to, and
0: your wife, asshole. Like, like,
1: what the fuck?
0: Yeah. That's it's- what I'm saying. Like, he gets so vitriolic sometimes with everything, and I love it because you know that I find humor in that kind of shit. But sometimes it makes it hard because I'm like, yeah like Success? it's it doesn't like where is that like ha- have we seen remind me have we seen a time where dr abbott has been like you know what i know i'm a little extra like no. i know i go a little far
1: well we ha- like in the context of his relationship with rose like we have seen that event like That's he's like right. he- yeah where he's like i know how this town views me yeah
0: and like
1: you know I think in the context of them talking about. The Gosh, relationship.
0: then I wish they brought that back. That would have been the perfect scene to do it. You know, her to say, "Listen, I love you, and you're brilliant, but right now you suck, and you need to like remember how annoying you can be, yo. Like, calm down." I think. It,
1: I, think it, I think it's so much more. It's like a. It's about Amy. Yeah. It's about their relationship with Amy, so it does come into the. It, Rose brings really up, like, don't you, that. Mean, yeah. don't you mean your daughter? Like, I yeah. know that you've thought your whole life that you have this special connection with her, this special
2: bond. Yeah. And, you know. Meanwhile, I'm left with Bright. Yeah,
0: I know! <laughs> oh, thanks! <laughs> Consolation prize, idiot.
2: I <laughs> can't
0: I really, I actually wrote scene between Abbott and mayor equals awesome. I thought it was great. Like the acting for both people, I was really excited to see the mayor not just be like a fucking. Dumb, like superfluous character in the scene, like which I feel so often she can be, like, like they just have her react to him being ridiculous, and she is the fucking mayor. There have been multiple times where I'm like, she's the mayor, and he just embarrassed her in front of the whole town. Like,
1: and he just exits with a sad smile. Yeah, and yeah, she's know. just like,
0: whoops, you know, oh god, it's it's, and that was a, I like, that's why I like that scene because she was able to like be like, hey. <laughs>
1: Here's to Marilyn Gann getting yeah. more to do in Everwood. She's yes. so good. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? We, yeah, the Amy and Lainey scene is
5: <laughs>
3: so after school special.
5: Yeah, I didn't mention it before because I just didn't know how to tell you, but I've been on antidepressants for a while now. You have? Since when? A few months. Like Prozac or something? No, um, actually, I'm trying this other one so loft. I tried another one before, but it made me feel all shaky, so... It's just taken a while to kick in, but I think it's helping. Like how? How does it work? Well, um, I sleep better. And I don't cry as much. And I feel, like, even. I think that's the word for it. You know? Like I can focus again. Wow, I had no idea. I mean, I knew you are doing better, but I just thought that I had miraculously gotten over my brother's death by myself? Hardly. I wouldn't be doing nearly as well if it weren't for my pills. You want to see him? It's a pretty low dosage. Um, Nothing like my mom's big elephant pills. But they work for me. My father prescribed these for you? Maybe you should talk to your dad. I mean, if he knew what was really going on with you, they might help you.
1: They're going through like side effects and like, yes! do you want to see what are the them? side you
0: effects? Wanna, Wait, has it been on, like Prozac? Paxil or no, Prozac? No, the other oh, ones, yeah. So <laughs> yeah.
1: So um, it's, yeah. it's Yeah. Can just, I
2: see
3: them?
0: It was so silly. They so, even laid on their them, stomachs yeah? together on the bed. It was like yeah. the cheesiest shit. It was great. Like the commercial,
3: yeah, but it yeah. was
0: good. It was great. But yeah, I think the commercial, I think that was the weirdest part. Like I, I liked that they were literally trying to introduce like mental health or antidepressant yeah. use in a normal way. I really enjoy that scene. But totally. the weirdest part to me was when they were literally mentioning brand names and talking about the side effects. It was like yeah. a teenage <laughs> girl would never be like, what are the side effects? Yeah. Like they'd be like, what well, is this? It
1: makes me tired. But
0: <laughs> oh, look at these little yellow difference. <laughs> exactly. Yes.
1: Um, the big, the big kind of narrative turning point in the scene is Amy realizing that her yeah. father, Harold Abbott, is the one who prescribed these antidepressants for mm-hmm. Lamy. So what's going on? That was, there? A, that was a
2: reveal. I liked
1: that. I, I appreciated liked that, that.
0: that so much. I wasn't
2: expecting that. I'd like that scene lulled me into like, this yep. is like, yeah, pointless. we were laughing the yeah. whole time.
0: All of us were laughing. And then look what I wrote. My father prescribed, <laughs> yeah, with no, exclamation solid. points. Oh my God. Yes. And Amy,
1: Amy goes to confront him about that and says, I want the medication. Yeah. Um, yeah, Harold's like, We are not a family that believes in medicating teenagers. Uh. But I like Amy. Amy's like, Do you know how stupid I felt the last few months? Yes. Like everyone yes. else. Mm-hmm just seeming to be able to move on and i and i can't cuz yeah. there's something wrong with me. Harold like is like, "Well, your situation's totally different from Lainey. You've got a functional family. She has an alcoholic father."
0: Mm-hmm. Just
1: like, "Yeah, I guess, good point." Um, but Amy it's calls him out. It's a good
0: point, but that doesn't matter because it's literally about brain chemistry and I don't understand. That's what I'm saying. Like, he failed so hard as a doctor in this episode to be like, oh, well, your situation is different because it's all about nurture? Are you kidding me? Like, ridiculous. are you kidding me? He seemed so stupid. Is, is he, like, is he Amy's doctor?
1: Like, I guess he must that be. That is yeah. also
0: weird, though. Like, like, if
1: I were him, I would be like...
0: She's a teenager at this point. It's okay when she's five, but not when you're a, a mm-hmm. grown have, like, woman, losing, almost.
1: Losing perspective. Like, you know what? You go see... I'm- I don't know if he'd be happy with her saying Dr. Brown. I
0: know, but like, what the fuck? You go see That's my
2: so doctor, weird. this weirdo who doesn't well, know how to talk
1: I'm, to people. Uh... <laughs> it is interesting when I think about like, well, send her to, to um, I bet Linda Abbott might even be more open minded to like, like his, she's like, I'm not opposed to these, like, yeah. s- these Western kind of approaches. They just yes. have to be s- supplemented with. With, like, acknowledging right. and that's the
0: point is that he's saying that she's had the support, and yes, like, she has, and her parents love her, and like, the community, all she's not like, and it's living not enough. In a terrible situation, and it's not and enough. She exactly says that,
1: too. She says, You're not enough, yes, and yeah,
0: and that's the reality because sometimes, like, no matter how much. I have tried to fix myself without brain medication. Sometimes I have needed brain medication, including right now. And it, because you just, sometimes you just can't fix it. Listen, Tom Cruise, you douchebag. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? It's, it's just so frustrating. Just
1: wait till you see Tom Cruise join the cast. Oh, man. In season- Three, it becomes as, a Scientology. Yeah,
0: bo- <laughs>
1: as yet another doctor in town. <laughs> oh, god, Can you imagine them adding another doctor to the show, <laughs> played by Tom Cruise or a Tom Cruise type? That
0: would be very weird. I
1: must be making that
0: up. Premature ejaculation is he a, is he a, is a doctor? Yeah, urologist is a urologist yeah urologist gynecologist trying. yeah
1: um we get another harold and rose scene where rose is like you dug yourself into this hole mm-hmm. harold's like you must know i considered the possibility like she's like no i don't know that because you didn't talk to me about it yeah <laughs> like you know it's absurd
0: Oh, this is the one I was talking about. That's the that one I was scene, thinking oh, was I awesome. I think
2: both scenes are quick. As
1: they they but, yeah, both Harald's-
0: are, yeah. But I really yeah. like that's, yeah. that just one that we They're so do.
2: quiet. Like talking yes. just so quietly to each yes. other. It's just like, oh.
0: Ugh. Sad.
7: Do you think that I enjoy seeing our daughter in this much agony? Honey, it devastates me. And the, and the fact that I haven't been able to help her, that I've been rendered so useless to her life, it's the worst pain a parent can feel.
5: Depth of her feeling that concerns me, Harold. I mean, Bride is hurting, but he still
7: functions. It's taking Amy longer. I can accept that. What I cannot accept is the idea of numbing her grief with pills. That's, that's just not a solution that I'm willing to teach my daughter, because what happens next? Time? What if, God forbid, something awful, something horrible, were to happen to one of us? We just continue drugging her into unconsciousness?
5: Then
7: why Laney? Laney. I was opposed to the idea initially, but after a long conversation with both Laney and with her mother, I. I agreed to prescribe the medication. As her physician, if I had been her father, I never would have accepted it. So when it came to Amy, I thought about it. I did. Ultimately, I made the choice as her father, not as her doctor, which is traditionally where my better instincts lie. At least they used to. She hates me. I should see the way that she talked to me today. It was like I was a, a stranger.
3: No, she's
5: blown up at you no, before. No, no, not like this.
7: No. I think I'm losing her, Rose.
5: No, Harold. We're
1: losing her. And Rose is like, no, Harold. We're losing her.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, Rose. Back off. <laughs> you didn't have her to begin with. You go
1: lose Bright. Yeah. I'll lose Amy.
2: <laughs> She's like, if only.
1: Amy yeah. has another swimming dream. She has a vi- vision of Colin. They get <laughs> Mike Irwin to come back just to swim a little bit. <laughs> she wakes up. I
3: thought for a moment
1: that her waking up in, in bed after that dream about Colin was going to be the end of the episode. I was yeah. like, that would be that would be really yeah. a powerful, sad ending. Yes. <clears throat> but of course we had other things to wrap up with Andy and Linda and Delia's presentation. You know, we get some great closing narration from Irv, um, mm-hmm. talking about you know the best fathers step down from kind of the pedestal that, yeah. that their daughters hold them on and allow their flaws to be seen. And kind of teach them what's most important in life, how to embrace joy, how to endure sorrow, and how to live each day to the fullest, not knowing which of those two is on the horizon. Powerful stuff.
0: Yeah, that was good. Really good. I,
1: I, yeah, it's it's a shame that we didn't get any kind of stuff about Irv and his daughter. I, I forget if there's, if that appears later in the show. I hope it does. It seems like it should. I want to learn more about Irv. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Got another episode without Edna. Yeah. Pointed out before we started Mm -hmm. watching. Not much Edna this season.
1: Not much Edna so far. But uh, that's all my notes. Any other thoughts, feelings about Daddy's little
0: girl? I don't think so.
2: Such a great phrase. (laughs) Daddy's little girl? Yeah, it's so great. Such a great one. It's a great phrase. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> well, um, let's do
1: uh are you going to your baby there's apartment? Parsley sage rosemary TV time. Uh welcome to TV Time Time, the Everwood and neverwood segment where I, Adam Lover, go <laughs> <KT>.
4: <laughs> go
1: on to my TV Time app, search for Everwood, go to the episode that we just watched, and read the comments that have been left. Uh this one. It says six comments, but only one shows up. Oh, I don't know what shit. that is.
2: They, all the other is. ones are just shit, but it's silenced.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is weird. The only comment that's visible is from three weeks ago. Oh, shit. Whoa. Huh. TV time user Mars, M-A-R-C-E, three weeks ago wrote on so it's a w n n n n (laughs) it's like aw, but with an n on On. little delia reading the once more with feelings script heart eyes heart eyes heart eyes buffy summers is my hero too girl and it's a gif of buffy the vampire slayer which i guess that was one of the the books in the
2: in the there was a Comic mm. of Buffy,
0: yeah, but w- once more with feeling. I just didn't know. I
2: guess, did Mars see the the, the
1: the the is that entitled of an episode yeah, I don't or know. Of, a, of a Buffy comic no. to the internet Buffy, once more with feeling? Is yep, the seven six, episode seven. Oh, okay, so I guess I but I guess sh- this user could see like saw what book or script they they had or something
2: that's weird anyway
1: uh i'll like that just because it's the only comment on the episode right now congratulations Mars! you now have two likes <laughs> on your comments me and tv time user meenal m-e-e-n-a-l cool very cool parsley sage rosemary tv time wow uh ratings yeah yeah <clears throat> let's go first
0: i'll fucking do it because otherwise we'll sit here in silence guess what my ratings are guys it's a five five, 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 five. It's a five, five, what five for me. At? Because, like, honestly, the whole time I was entertained, even though I disagree with some of the shit that happened, like, everyone did a great job. I think the story was really well balanced between like a bunch of different characters. I loved the fact that we just fucking were talking about our mental health, and then this whole thing was about mental health, even though my favorite character was against antidepressants, Dr. Abbott. Just like you. No, I'm not against them. You know I'm not against them. It's because I have a fear of... I have anxiety about medications, especially medications that affect my brain. So anxiety. I have a, yeah. I have anxiety about
1: medications, especially anxiety
0: for the kids. Right. Like, yeah. so, but yeah, like I really, I just enjoyed the story. I enjoyed the dumb shit that everyone did. I thought it was great. Like before I was excited. Cause it's Everwood during I'm excited. Cause it's, it was great after I'm excited. Cause I think this was one of our best discussions. I feel like it's really yes. fun. Five, 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 five. Definitely.
2: Mm -hmm. all right in anticipation five stars yes because i knew arnie was going to be featured heavily in this and i was correct uh during four stars because it could have been five if they would have included that great scene from the deleted scenes on the dvd (laughs) listeners listeners you got to pick up the dvd so you can see this deleted scene I'm not being paid to say this. This is not a sponsored uh, bit. It's just the way I feel. you got to get the DVDs. There's so much content you're missing. We should disclose that we were paid uh, by Big Millet. Let <laughs> uh, so give a shout out
1: to Millet.
0: Big Millet! That's the best sponsor I've ever heard of. <laughs> Like, I I, if like, this ever comes oh. out i'm gonna draw in a fake ad for big, for big millet, millet.
1: I like, like, a, like a conspiracy theorist like oh that's just big millet uh-huh. <laughs> try, try to get us to buy more
3: millet <laughs> <laughs> continue
2: Eric. uh and then in <laughs> retrospect one star because you cowards wouldn't stick by how terrible the olympics are and Listen, if you don't think that you're They're wrong.
0: not terrible. See? You're going to give <laughs> you're going to bring my rating down they're further. They're just super boring and I don't understand. You're supposed to rate
1: Eric. You are Come on, you're supposed to rate the episode of Everwood, not the episode of Everwood never wouldn't. not
2: four, one.
1: <laughs> As I said that I was like that's a hypocritical because my retrospective rating is always like uh-huh. informed by how our conversation Uh-huh. Was. Yeah. So you get, are giving it a one in retrospect because we did not You're agree cowards. as staunchly with Delia as you did. That's, so That's fair. Stupid. I um, know. Well, I'm for me, so <laughs> uh, I think I'm gonna. I'm with KT on this. I think it's a five five five. Yeah. In anticipation. I was very excited for another episode of Everwood.
3: Hmm. Um. Uh,
1: I knew that it was going to feature Delia prominently, and I always oh, I love so stuff. While watching, um, a. F- well, yeah, was a five while watching. Do I not bump it down to like? I mean, like, I think that like at first, at the beginning, I was like, like I said, like I struggled with kind of the the father stuff, and I struggled yeah. with like with Harold being so anti antidepressants. Yeah. But like
3: that didn't that
1: didn't necessarily make me enjoy the episode less. Yeah. Um. So I'll I'll, I'll say that it's a four point five, like kind of rounded up to a five. Okay. Um, and in retrospect, uh, yeah, a five because everyone is perfect and can do no wrong.
3: <laughs> Obviously,
1: that's not true, but uh, fun time. So it's a five, yes. five, five from KT, a five, five, five from me, and a five, four, one from anti Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> Eric. It's true. Which brings us to our final segment predictions. No, our second to last. Segment.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Treat tweet. I can't believe I almost forgot. Treat tweet. Uh, Well,
2: it's a a little bit of a forgettable week. Um, He's
0: still he's busy
2: working. So like we're not getting so much action from from treat. We're getting some more nature stuff. Yeah. Uh, He posted a better picture of that bald eagle he saw on a tree in his yard. And another video of him looking at it. I think it might have been the same one. I'm not sure. I didn't actually watch it this time. (laughs) Um, Picture of some rocks on a walk where there were lots of stacks of rocks, lots of cairns. Wow. That was a nice picture. Yeah. He's he's busy. Look, he's got Chesapeake shores to focus on up there in British Columbia. So what are you doing looking at his... Timeline. Well, because I
0: remember there was something that I, I liked, but I don't know if it's it's not really fair, but it was it's it's the stupid. This is all I had seen of him this week was the stupid, you know, it's a photo of a bunch of dumb Republican Confederate Proud flag flying idiots with their AR-15s and a white, straight Republican male. Uh, who, how else can I piss you off today? And it's a bunch of just ugly old white dudes. And then it, it says, "Like describe this picture in one word." And Treat Williams said, "Not worth one word." And I was like, "Good job, work. Treat." Yeah, you four. gave a four. Yes. So I, 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 that was my, that was the one that I had to look up because well, I remember uh, treat, seeing that. Treat is a treat. He is.
1: Well, thanks for reporting in. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> this has been. Back to you. Tweet tweet. Tweet. Love it. That's perfect. And now, our final segment predictions. Okay. Season two, episode six. The next episode we are going to watch is called Blind Faith.
2: Blind.
1: Blind Faith.
2: Oh, damn it. I actually know what it's about. Yeah. Yep.
0: Hmm.
2: Do you know what it's about? Katie, I
0: guess you both know what it's about. So that I mean, the main it's got to be something real line. obvious. Blind faith.
1: Oh, you're yep. gonna kick yourself. You have ten seconds to come up with a good guess, Blind? and then
0: you, Eric's
1: gonna say his, and you're gonna be like, "Oh man!" So ten, nine, eight, seven, six five
3: four
0: three two i I have no idea one i can't think of eric's gonna well
2: i guess we're gonna get another reappearance of one of adam's favorite guest stars in everwood uh the the protestant preacher who the last time we saw him received the diagnosis that he would be losing his sight
0: oh i that he was yeah. I could th- I thought of that guy but I'm like well mm-hmm. he's like because he's yeah, a creature that I could think of but yeah, I, that was the last
1: time we I saw him I
0: completely yeah. forgot
1: oh, good old no. Tom Keys will be back wow. I don't know why I was blank on that actor's name
0: wow okay hey five for anticipation guys
1: oh hell I'm yeah
0: excited
1: it's uh yeah Tim Decay God he's so good
0: um, I'm excited! Wow, and so
1: yeah, we'll be seeing him. Yeah. I
0: didn't know he would be back at all. Like I, that's I did not. I, he must have been completely like that condition. I, I mean, yes, ago. as soon as you said it, but like I did not remember. There's
1: also a uh, a very well known actor in the DVD booklet. An image next to this episode that I oh. believe. That actor will also be joining us in, in the next episode.
0: Mm. Interesting. A
1: very uh, very prominent Sir Alec Guinness. Is it,
0: I was going to say, is it a dog actor? Because it's a. Dog- <laughs> seeing it? Is it air butt? <laughs> <laughs>
2: There's nothing in the rules that says a dog can't lead a preacher around. I will say, you know what? We are recording this. We are
1: recording this on Star Wars Day. Oh, it's true. May the fourth be with you. Mm -hmm. And this actor does indeed have a connection
0: with Star Wars. Jimmy Smith's.
1: A very prominent uh, connection with one of the.
0: Yes. Keep Is it up. related to Carrie Fisher? Maybe who's the person that's related to Carrie Fisher? Carrie Fisher. No, daughter. not even a, not even related
1: to, but like this person was in.
0: Oh really? Star Wars. Hmm. Mark Hamill on Everwood. <laughs> Harrison Ford on Everwood. Chewbacca on Everwood.
2: <laughs> Adam Driver.
0: <laughs> Wait, he it's would have been like young, maybe.
2: Young. I'm talking the original, the OG. Star Wars movies.
1: Alec
0: Guinness. <laughs>
2: Treat Williams was in Empire Strikes Back in an uncredited cameo. Is you...
0: be wild?
2: It was. I'm not kidding. Are There's pictures of him posing on Hoth with...
0: Are you kidding Wait,
3: me?
2: Are you fucking kidding me? No, I'll show you.
3: Erica I don't have believe you. About this before. Have
0: you edited this photo and you've got it set it all up for this, this moment in time? What? What?
2: He's on Wikipedia and everything. Here, Here's a picture oh of him God. and what's-her-face. Uh, um that's i'm not in the crazy. chat but here it is put in the chat for you adam
0: wow
2: here's another one of him and mark camel
0: oh my god this Look was a un- baby an he's like here. a little
2: extra or something yeah
0: oh my god he probably had that, like a helmet on the whole time i or can't something.
2: believe i didn't know that
1: that's why i wild. can't
0: believe that either but i am so excited we discovered it on the podcast that's did you guys hear my excitement and delight that was not faked.
1: Go treat. Um, I do have to. I do have to um, do a mea culpa. The Star Wars actor
2: is not in the next episode. Is in the episode after.
0: Oh, next. okay. Yeah. All right. So I have two weeks to guess it.
2: <laughs> so Treat Williams is not in the next episode. Really
0: Got it. <laughs> Who are all the actors in Salacious Star Crumb. Wars? Salacious it
2: Crumb. It's probably Salacious
1: Jim Crumb? Jim <laughs> Hansen. Um, Billy D. Williams. Oh, I can't wait to get to the to get to the episode where we where we we meet him. You're going to be like, oh,
3: man.
1: All right. Well, this has been Ever would, never wouldn't. We will close with the traditional.
2: The only valid closing ceremonies. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: (laughs) 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 Fuck anything else that has closing ceremonies or even open
3: yeah. Yes. No
1: picks. No Olympics. Yes. Thank you, guys. Or like, Olympics. Whoa. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>